In these crazy times, we need love more than ever. I gathered 20 eligible singles from my hometown of Houston <laughs> and brought them here to live together under one roof on this beautiful resort, away from the outside world. Use your time here in paradise wisely. By the end, only six people will remain. This is Ready to Love Last Resort. Premieres Friday, October 23rd, 9, 8 central. The weekend starts with all. More than just a pretty face. In Their Closet Podcast with Lisa L. Moore. And I'm your host, L. Moore. L's podcast discusses how we feel on the inside versus what is displayed on the outside. These trendsetters challenge you to declutter your mind and alter the way you think. Join the conversation as L speaks with guests about couture careers, fashion, love, and labels. I just want to say you are always so supportive. I remember from the first time when I did that first keynote. My agenda is to make well known of the many talented women that I have been blessed to meet and collect over the years. Out of the box dialogue sure to leave a mark on your soul. This is In Their Closet Podcast. Welcome to In Their Closet. I'm your host, Elle Moore, and today, KG Smooth. KG Smooth is a 20-year radio veteran where he has worked in Columbus, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Atlanta, and currently is the voice of The Quiet Storm in Houston, where he has dominated evenings for over five years. KG is multi-talented as he sings, dances, writes, and does vocal production, voiceovers, content creation, host events, and entertains. In 2019, he won Houston's Dancing with the Stars and assisted in raising funds to support local artists. October 2020, KG made his TV debut on OWN's Ready to Love. His charisma, charm, smile, and love for people leads him as a cast favorite and top pick. Welcome, KG Smooth. Thank you, Elle. <laughs> so good to be here. So glad to have you. So you are a celebrity. <laughs> That's funny because I don't, I, I don't think of myself like that. I mean, I know it comes along with it and I've been doing radio all this time, but I, that still hasn't clicked in my head. Yeah. Doing radio, you had the voice, but now you're on television. So we're able to connect the voice mm-hmm. and the personality. We can see the face and all that. Your voice is powerful, man. <laughs> you think so? Your voice is powerful. I was watching you on the show during the cast introductions and you walked in. But then when you spoke, that was a whole different level. So I'm sure you get that kind of reaction all the time. All the time. I mean, I, to be honest, Elle, I like being the element of surprise. And so when <laughs> I go to places, people who have seen me don't know what I look like. Uh, and I talk and they're like, oh. <laughs> That's you're like, oh my gosh, like you look nothing like I thought. And and I get it because, <laughs> you know, radio is theater of the mind. Yeah. So you have in your mind what that person looks like from the voice that is coming out of those speakers that you're listening to. So, you know, I get it. So we're excited to have you here. I contacted a couple of my girlfriends because I wanted to just find out as much about you as I could and get a different perspective. And I was talking to a couple of my girlfriends and they were like... KG Smooth is the one for me. KG Smooth. Okay. So I have to ask, I know you're probably not going to be able to tell me much, but did you find love? The ladies want to know. Did I find love? Did you, you find know, love? Right now, um, 
my heart is full. Oh. And I am very happy with what's going on right now. <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's a happy time. Okay, we'll take that. So are you going to become Instagram official? Oh, I hope so. I mean, that would be dope. <laughs> it's, it's funny how my followers are, uh, you know, it's a slow drip with my followers getting up because I wasn't, I um I neglected my own social media all those years when it was really on the come up, like back in, you know, 2013, 14, 15-ish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was so busy uh, focused on the station and, and putting out content for the station that I neglected myself and like other um, other friends and coworkers who we were all on the same level, you know, yeah. followers wise. And, you know, they're doing their thing and I'm so focused on the station, forgetting about me. And then we look up four years later, like they got, you know, <laughs> tens of thousands of followers. And here I am like barely at 5,000. And it's just like, whoa, but. Um, Social media is a business out. though. Like it's, it is to go and to build up your followers. There's a whole other side of the business part of social media. Like I've had to start doing that. There's classes and there's ways to get your analytics. And all, whole, yeah. yeah, I bought a book. I read a book on it a few years ago. Back in 2017, I had bought a book. The good thing is, is that you're on OWN's network. Yeah. You're on the number one television show on the OWN network. So yeah. you're going to be just fine with your followers. Wow. That is that is so <laughs> wild, you know, to hear. And that's something Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> knows who I am. Like, had a hand in picking me. We learned that, you know, she wow. had a hand in the audition process and helped handpicked us and she knows who I am. Like when, when I first heard her, I thought it was Cap. I was like, ah, whatever. And then <laughs> got confirmation like, no, she was actually on your uh, last interview with the executives. It was just a black screen. I was like, oh, oh wow. And so when we were there filming, um, Kelly Smith, who's the guy with uh, Lighthearted Entertainment, which is the other production company, along with Will Packer mm -hmm. uh, Production. So he's like the guy up under Will Packer. Mm -hmm. uh, he said to us, he was like, yep, and, you know, Oprah knows who you all are. She helped pick you. She watched all of your oh um, gosh. your interview, your tapes, your packages. And so, wow. yeah, she knows who you are. We, we were just like, wow. So let's back up for just a moment. What made you go for this show like why would you go on a reality show to find love houston has some beautiful women i've oh seen God. the show the women that are on there the whole cast looks amazing by the way but houston has beautiful women what yeah. made you go on a reality show to find love you know l the show chose me what? i didn't choose the show what yeah so they <laughs> asked me they reached out to me three times Oh. It was three separate, three different casting people who all reached out to me via Instagram. And I said no all three times. Wow. So one night, um, you know, I do conversations with KG uh, when I do the Quiet Storm, but I jump on Magic's Facebook Live mm -hmm. and do conversations with KG in the 11 o'clock hour. And so I was telling my listeners, you know, about it. And I told them how, you know, I turned them down. And then they were like, what? Like, no, you should do it. Right. And I'm like, what? Really? I was like, yeah, you know, you're a great guy. You deserve love. And if anything, do it to uh, big up the KG Smooth brand, raise your profile yeah. with the quiet storm. But yeah, do it. If you find love, great. But do it to raise your profile. And yeah. I was like, wow, for real. They're like, yeah, do the show. And so that next day, uh, I hit whoever the last person back and was like, Okay, I changed my mind. Sure, I'll try to give it a go. And yeah, because here I, we are. I've heard, like, I've I've gone on the YouTube shows to just kind of get an idea of what mm -hmm. other people's feedback was. 
KG Smooth is one of the top favorites. Wow. I I am so afraid to um, look at all of that stuff. I don't even know. Like, I think yeah, I'm going to stay careful. away from... Be I'm careful a, with YouTube. Yeah, I'm going to stay away from all of that. We're just two shows in. Yeah. YouTube will eat you up and spit you out. And, and, and I'm ready for it. You know, uh, I know that people are going to probably dive through my Twitter timeline and See, you know, but I can handle it. Well, first of all, the weirdos are coming out. For instance, my Facebook. My Facebook was only, you know, for friends or family. Like, if right, I haven't met is. you yes. in person, had yes. a conversation, I'm not adding you as a friend. Right. And so for the sake of this show, I was like, let me go ahead and, you know, add all of these thousands of folks oh who have been God. requesting to be my friend for years. And... uh Approved all of those folks. I'm already at, the, I mean, I was at the 5,000 when I was, it took me like a week to approve everybody and I'm already at the 5,000, but the weirdos started coming out. Folks just want to, oh, yeah. you know, call you on messenger oh, randomly, oh, send God. you pictures. I mean, I've got girls sending, you know, titty pics and, <laughs> and guys are sending stuff and it's just like so out of control and weird. <laughs> okay, well, the first impression was a fuchsia suit. So I know you have a publicist. Yes, Shout I out do. to her. Shout out to Latoya Lemon, Lemon Line Light Media. <laughs> so do you have a stylist or what was the suit about? Like, how did that come about? I do not have a stylist. I um, I pick out my own It's drip. all you. It is all me. Okay, so what no was the, <laughs> What was the concept behind? You de definitely made a splash. Yeah, that was the first, they call that the first impressions look. Yes. And so I was like, I got to make a first impression. Um, the inspiration came from, I think it might have been the ape shit video, um, Jay-Z and Beyonce, or something that Beyonce did where the fellas had on a pink suit with no shirt. Okay. And, uh, and I don't know, maybe, was it Black is King? It might have been. Okay. It might have been Black is King. Well, you said the magic word. You said Beyonce. This is Houston, Texas, so yeah. <laughs> you, you don't have to say anymore after that. <laughs> yeah, so that look was inspired by uh, Beyonce with something that she did with the fellas. They were dark-skinned. They had on pink suits. And okay. so I saw that on Boohoo.com, and I was like, that's that's the suit. That's the suit I'm wearing on that first episode Like yeah. when we meet. like That's going to be I episode one suit. outfit. I love that suit. It definitely made an impression because um, everyone was talking about that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, <laughs> and a lot of people didn't like it either. You know, from one of the girls on there, like she was, she told me, she was like, yeah, I went in on you in, in that suit. Like, you know, I was just like, this, this, this black ass with this loud pink suit on, like, what is he? But she gave me props. She was I mean, like, that's confidence walking through. That's, that's absolute confidence. Yeah. We on this show we talk about how we feel on the inside and how that's displayed on the outside. So let's talk mm. a little bit about your fashion choices. Are we going to see more outrageous color fit? Um, abs. Yeah, you're, you're gonna see a lot of titty meat. You know, there's gonna be a lot of cleavage. Um, I, I stay true to form with that third button. Uh, Unbuttoned there, so okay. yeah, you know, the, the, we, there was a pool scene we saw a little bit. <laughs> yeah, oh, I haven't even seen that. Yeah, so um, there's that one. There's a scene where um, we had left the pool and then we were all at the fire pit, and I didn't have no shirt on the whole time with just the towel around me. But um, yeah, out of all of the guys, and I love shout out to all the fellas, like I love them, but you know, my drip was the hardest. <laughs> you know, so but I, I think there's an on. I think there was a, a, a inside 
joke amongst the ladies because, you know, I, I wore a lot of um, flowy button-down okay. shirts. And so I was a flowy button-down shirt guy. But um, after a while, like, the girls was like, oh, Chris and his blouses. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, that's a nice blouse. And I was like, oh, is that? <laughs> I'm laughing like, oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I was like, okay. But then she was like, no, I keep calling them blouses because I love them and I want to wear them myself. Right. And so this is my way of trying to <laughs> trying to get the shirt <laughs> by calling it a blouse. So would you say yourself maybe metrosexual? Is it tailored? No. I like things to fit. So here's here's the thing for me. Mm-hmm. If I see something I like, I'll put it on. When I stand in the mirror, in the full-length mirror, if it pops in my eye, mm-hmm. I'll roll with it. If it don't pop in my eye, then, you know, I'll keep switching something out until something pops, and then uh, I roll with it. So, yeah, I'm all over the place, though. It's um... <laughs> Do you have a good tailor? Because it seems like your things would have to be cut precise and fit to you perfectly. So here's my, here's my uh, life G- hack. Give us the tea. <laughs> Zara is my oh, yeah. spot. Okay. Oh, yeah. And so a suit from Zara fits me like a tailored suit. Really? Zara That's, men fits well like that? Yeah. Okay. Zara men's, they, every time I get a suit wow. from Zara, like people are like, wow, nice suit. Like, wow, did you get that tailored, bro? Like, no, their stuff fits me perfect. So 38 jacket and 30-30 on the pants. Wow. That's nice. I, I have to get a lot of things altered because I'm short. But um, the way the suit was fitting you, I just knew you had a custom. Well, I, I did have to get the jacket taken in because when I when it came in, it was just a smidget too. I was like, yeah. mm. and so I did get the jacket taken in, yes. Okay, because when, you, when you're walking down, I'm going to call it your runway walk. When you're walking down, you take yeah. that jacket and you kind of... Flip it. Yeah, they call that the hero <laughs> shot. Can the I be honest? Shot. Yeah, that's what they call it. I was like, oh, the lingo in TV. <laughs> When we were shooting that, Mm -hmm. and he had me do it, you know, after, like, probably the third time. Okay. I was like, bro. (laughs) I was like, this is corny. (laughs) I was like, bro, this is corny AF. Like, for real. So you had to do it a couple of times. Yeah. He was like, yeah, just, he was like, just trust me. So we were going back. What the problem was, um, cars kept driving by. So we had to wait till the car stopped because they didn't want any cars in the shot. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so, you know, he was like, all right, give me that model walk now. Uh. Unbutton the jacket. Now flip it. Yeah. And, and, and so we did. I was just like, this is so corny. But it, then it when the out, promo yes. came out and then that slow motion with the flip and the zoom, and I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> All right. It was worth it. <laughs> Third time's a charm. So where were you guys at? Because the scenery was beautiful. Yeah. Where we, is that at in Houston? We, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Originally, we were supposed to shoot in Houston, oh, okay. and which we all were excited for because Houston has so many dope spots. Yeah. Like, was just could not wait for the world to see yes. how incredibly dope Houston is and yes. all of these dope spots that, you know, people may not even be privy to that's in the city. Uh, but COVID hit. Yeah. And so production had to rethink of, you know, how we were going to do this. And uh, not only that, from what I understand, this was the show that Oprah wanted done first, wanted done the most. Out of all of the shows, when it came to new programming, Ready to Love was wow. the top one. And so uh, when they hit us and was like, okay, um, 
we're going to be in a bubble like the NBA. Okay. And so then they asked if, you know, if I had a passport. I'm like, yeah. And so in my mind, I'm like, I'm thinking like, <laughs> oh, we about to be somewhere exotic. Like, you know, uh, what was that one that was on Netflix that I watched? Too Hot to Handle or something like that. I was like, oh, this is going to be lit. But um, everybody on the cast didn't have their passport, so that didn't mm. work. But we were at a lake resort, and I cannot even think of the name of the resort. It escapes me. Lake, something around like, Lake Chateau, I want to mm-hmm. say something like that. But we were in North Harris, Georgia. Okay. So we were two and a half hours north of Atlanta. So we were in North Georgia, like South Carolina uh, line and Georgia line. We were close to that. So yeah, at this lake resort in North. It's beautiful. Young Harris, Georgia. That's it looks it like you guys had a time. Yeah. I don't know how I would feel uh, being out of my element in a bubble, dating, getting to know people. I feel yeah. like that was the perfect setup. It was, and the experience was, (laughs) we were in our room for five days. We were quarantined for five days. So when we got there, well, first of all, (laughs) they expedited our flights. So the week that we uh, were supposed to leave, or the week that we did leave, uh, was the week that Laura hit. Oh, the storm. Yeah, so the hurricane that week. So I was supposed to leave that Thursday afternoon. It was Wednesday afternoon. Uh, that's when I record my community show. Get a call from uh, talent. Like, hey, um, yeah, we're going to expedite uh, you all's flight. Uh, so uh, you'll be leaving today. I was like, huh, oh. today? Like, what time? Like, yeah, we're looking at a, um, we're looking at a 545 oh my flight. Gosh. L, at this, at this particular moment when I got the call, <laughs> It was 1.30. Did you pack? Were you already packed? Thank God I was playing dress up. So I had clothes were on the oh bed. God. So like outfits that I had in mind, like they were on the bed. Oh my. But I still had stuff to do. I had to upload that show. I still had to record uh, The Quiet Storm for that Wednesday and that Thursday night. Oh my um, goodness. I had a haircut appointment that night. Okay. And then I had, I had three suits in the cleaners. I was supposed to pick up that Thursday morning and the pink. And the jacket <laughs> that I had got taken in, that was supposed to be picked up oh on Thursday goodness. morning. So here they come telling me about this. I'm like, bro, I ain't got no haircut. Like, my first impressions <laughs> look is like going to have to stay in. It was like, man, I know, you know, we just trying to get y'all out of here before this hurricane hits because we don't want to, you know, get yeah. you, you end up being stuck. Okay. Made it happen. Oh, my goodness. Made it happen. You know, got there. <laughs> and then, you know, and of course I had to leave, you know, the stuff here. And then come to find out, you know, that next day, like, nothing even happened here. Like, Laura yeah, didn't even hit. It was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, nothing even <laughs> happened. And so that Friday, um, I had gave uh, one of my homegirls, she had the key to my apartment. I was like, yo, I need you to go to my house, get these tickets, um, go to the cleaners and to the alterations place, pick these up, FaceTime me when you get to my closet because there's a <laughs> couple of other things I need you to get. And so she did that and... Packed it up to me. I tried to get her to overnight it. I Production had told us that we were going to start filming on that Monday and that my first impressions would be that Monday. And so I'm like, no, it can't be because... My clothes aren't here. Right. And and the jacket, you know, to the, to the suit isn't here. And that's the main thing. And they were like, oh, well, we'll have to, you know, find something else. We'll play. I'm like, no. And here I am, like, distressed and all of that. <laughs> Thank God. I love that you're distressed over your closet. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because I'm going to be on TV. Like, this This is is the the first (laughs) first impressions look. Like, I had to come with it. Yeah, you did. 
thank God, like the um, the showrunner, um, Erica, and the co-executive producer, they came to my room and I was telling them about that. It was like, oh no, like first impressions, that's Tuesday. Oh. And I was like, there is a God. <laughs> because, you know, the package was going to come that Monday morning. And so we, I had another interview that Monday and then. So it all worked out. Oh my gosh. I love the story about how important the clothes were. Bruh, listen, I spent 200 <laughs> $230-something dollars to get that stuff Whoa. overnighted to me. Wow. Yeah, I wasn't playing. So what inspires your fashion? Like, you look at stuff, and then you say, like, today, like, do you, are you all across the board? or I am all across the board, yeah. Okay, I, that's it, nice. It, it, yeah, because I like to be fun. I mean, athleisure, casual, mm-hmm. of course, business, um, hip-hop chic, mm-hmm. if you will, mm-hmm. if you imagine what that would look like. Yeah, yeah I like to do it all. You know, um, <laughs> the young girls gave me the confidence because, you know, the young girls on the street team that worked in promotions at the station, like, they would always compliment me on my drip and one girl was like kg like you you're a hanger you're a hanger you can wear anything you can come in here wearing a trash bag and you will make it look good like you're you're a hanger like you should be modeling i i cannot wait to see everything that comes that out of clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i really can't so i'm interested to know what you learned about yourself and um maybe what you learned about quality or the type of woman that you want in the future? What I learned about myself is that I am consistent in how I approach things and when I'm into something, how I go all in. Okay. So I've I've always been like that, you know, with work, if I'm working on a project, like I'm all in, my focus is on that. Mm -hmm. And with family, if something's wrong, like I'm focusing in on that. In a relationship, (laughs) if it's you and me, Mm -hmm. I'm focused all in on that. And Uh, That's what I learned about myself, that I'm consistent with that. Because there are times on the show where I forgot that it also is a competition, you know, so focused on. Oh, my goodness. On the love part. That's good. I like that. You know what I mean? So focused on the love part. We like to hear that. That I forgot that it was a competition. So you're you're dating someone, and then they're also dating other people. Other people yes, but you also have the advantage of also dating other women as well. Correct. Yeah. So how was that to be dating multiple, multiple women? women? Did you at develop the same time? Did you develop feelings for multiple women as well? Um. Yes. Oh. <laughs> yes, and what I discovered is that it is hard to date multiple people at one time. It is. And in my in the past, I don't think. I don't think I've dated multiple people. I might have been smashing multiple mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. Um, but not dating. Quality dating. Qua- right. And we're older now, so the yeah. people that you meet have something special if you're wanting to spend your time. You've mm-hmm. got so much going on. Mm-hmm. So when you spend your time, you want to spend it with someone that you really appreciate. And if you're doing that with multiple people, it can muddy the water it's a little right. bit. Yeah, and, and, and in this situation, I mean, this is like this is like speed dating on steroids. I would imagine. You know, especially if you can tell by the first episode, you know, at the mixer. Yeah. You know, just everybody meeting everybody yes. going over here, 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 and here. Um, yeah, that's that's tough. Yeah. And I don't see how players like men that like I bruh, I wouldn't be able to I wouldn't be able to keep up because that can be very emotionally draining. Yeah. You know, especially if you're dealing with two different uh personalities. Mm-hmm. Two types. Uh, 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So So do you have a type? Did you learn about maybe you have a type or don't have a type or I think I learned that I, well, I know that I I want melanin in the skin. Like, <laughs> period. <laughs> That's a point good thing. blank and the period. <laughs> um, I I think I've noticed that the, the physical type that has subsided. Okay. I think I'm 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 more of a a vibe mental intellectual. Yeah. You know, that's what, Good you know, as, as you ladies say, you know, uh, F my mind first. Yeah. You know, it's, and then we. It's important. And that's, and that's where I am because all of that, uh, all that other stuff, it doesn't excite me anymore. Oh, Chris, I would think that you would have that part down though, because a good communicator, somebody yeah. who can speak well on the phone and talk to you all night. Yeah. You're definitely effing somebody's mind. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. If, you, if you're, if you're, if they're listening to you late at night then you've got the voice for it. Do you still do phone conversations? Oh, I love, listen, I will call you <laughs> way quicker than I will text you. Yeah, that's Because me. I, first of all, I get sick of texting. Yeah. I get sick of that, that thumb typing. I will call you so fast. There's no tone in There's texting. No, come on and you can misinterpret. Yeah, it's so easy to misinterpret. How many times have you been in that situation? I've been in it a couple of times. I mean, I was just in it last week, like, you know, in a jolly mood and then text back like something like oh no need to get what huh like what like that ain't even that wasn't even the intention of my tone like right what is going you can't on you read the tone in a text you cannot i love a good phone conversation mm-hmm. um i can have a great conversation i have a podcast I've, i can have a great conversation all day long but i would think that that would be one of the things that you've mastered to just be able to have great, great conversations conversation. with women you know in yeah. 2020 a lot of men have they've fallen short on that mm-hmm and it's texting. It's, you know, liking your pictures on social media. Like mm-hmm. that's another way that guys like to interact. Mm-hmm. But the phone conversation is rare and you can just get to know somebody so well by having like a thoughtful conversation and which will lead to a better understanding and a better relationship in the end. Absolutely. When you can just talk, talk. on the phone. Yeah. Um, but what I have discovered, though, a lot of people cannot articulate their feelings verbally. Mm. And I was in a relationship where she was like that, like, like, would let me know that, you know, I'm the one, but not in detail. But through an email, it's beautifully mm. written. How does that work? <laughs> that, you know, I, did, I don't know. Um, but, but there were times like when we, you know, had issues in the relationship and we... Uh, talked about it and were raw and mm-hmm. and and open like just totally honest feelings mm-hmm. we had this thing where and, and, and there's nothing sexual about this but it's just it's all metaphoric we would get naked mm-hmm. we would get naked and we would lie in the bed naked next mm-hmm. to each other and talk it out talk uh, you know give our honest raw wow. true you know naked feelings yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. How did that work? Like, how long did that go on for? I've never oh, experienced uh, something like that. Let's get naked and just be raw. And raw. And I, yeah, yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was, it was, it was like part spiritual, you know, part uh, romantic, part, it was, it was a sapiosexual moment. Sapiosexuals love a great conversation. Absolutely. So do you see that being something that will continue in your next relationship? 
And how does that work? Like, are you going to pick up the phone? Is that important that they are a communicator? Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm picking up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely picking up the phone. Um, if it's you, you are going to get the text back within, you know, the two minutes before the second notification <laughs> of the text comes. <laughs> like, you're going to get the reply within that two minutes, if not immediate. But I would rather... I would rather talk. Yeah, I would think that someone would want to be on the phone with you all night. Like, listening <laughs> to that just, voice. Listen, and I didn't know that I had, I guess I didn't realize that I had, you know, yes, you this did. voice. You've been in radio for 20 years. But even in high school, like even in high school and college, like how some of the girls, you know, I used to talk to or just, you know, be friends with how we would be on the phone all night. Yeah. In high school, I had a boyfriend and we would be on the phone all night. My mom would, this is when we had phones in all the rooms. My mom would pick up the phone and be like, it's midnight. You need to get off that phone. But I remember one time um, we fell asleep on the phone. Oh, how many times? I didn't do that thousand times. It's been a long time. I'm in my 40s now. It's been a long time since I've fallen asleep on the phone with someone. Yeah. People like to talk, but yeah. people prefer texting. And Okay, so I was in the grocery store recently and somebody came up to me and they're like, what's your Instagram name? It's just a random guy. And I said, uh, and then I told him and I was thinking like, maybe he's seen me before. Right. And then he walked off. So then I, I told my girlfriend, we were in the store. I was like, this guy just asked me my Instagram name. Like, do you think I'm safe? She said, yeah, that was his way of asking you for your phone number. So now he's going to follow you on Instagram and tap your pictures and send you DMs. Right. This is all new. So, so besides going on the reality show and dating, what's new for you for your dating or are you a traditional dater? I am a traditional dater. Okay, what's I, a traditional date like with you? A traditional date is, well, I'm making it up. Okay, come on. So, you know, we are... Tell us about it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to do something romantic and fun and adventurous. Okay. So we're going to pick a, a beautiful Saturday afternoon. Hopefully the sun is out. You know, it's stay hot in Houston. Mm-hmm. And we're going to go up to Huntsville, Texas, okay. to the Blue Lagoon. Okay. <laughs> and where the Blue Lagoon is, we're going to set up picnic style. We're going to have, have our music, have, have the food, <laughs> snacks or whatever. And, this is good. This is good. <laughs> and just, you know, have the wine and whatever it is that, you know, the drink of your choice. Uh, or if it's, you know, cannabis, whatever it may be. <laughs> and um, we're going to chill and vibe out and swim in that beautifully warm water in the Blue Lagoon up there and, <laughs> and just have... <laughs> a great time with nature, talking, getting to know each other, eating, getting getting buzzy off the wine. This is really cute. This is a great Saturday weekend date. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now we're going into fall, winter. Yes, cuffing season. Cuffing season for sure. There is a potential that we might go back into lockdown because of COVID. Yeah. And then if you have a booth, you're with your boo during mm -hmm. COVID lockdown. Mm -hmm. What are some cool ways that you guys will be together and can spark up some interest. So maybe if she's at her crib and you're at your crib for this particular night, mm -hmm. what's a cool way for COVID dating with your boo? Mm, I think uh, playing, playing games in iMessages, that's a way to stay connected <laughs> because A, it's fun and B, you're being competitive and, you know, <laughs> it's with Babu. So if y'all, you know, I don't know, pick a game, y'all playing pool or maybe, uh, 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 Hell, I don't know. Any of them. Checkers or, yeah. or something. Like that's a fun way. Another fun way we can do a um we could do a virtual date that night. Yeah. You know, we'll get quarantine clean. 
you know, <laughs> dress up, get quarantine clean, you know, turn on the turn on the uh, the Zoom or yeah. the Skype or whichever one has, you know, where you can see everything. We won't be on our phones. We'll be on our we'll be on our laptops yeah. and, and we'll have a virtual date, you know, all uh dressed up. And um and probably, ooh, watch a show together. Like if there's a show live on or maybe a game if she's into sports. Yeah. You know, we oh, watching the game cool together idea. and, you know, comedy, you know, both yeah. talking about it, commentating back and forth, things like that. I like to make up, you know, I like to create Be memories. Yeah, spontaneity, yes. Yeah. And, and and create memories. Um, the versus the battle yeah. that have, there were a couple of them all summer long in the last couple of weeks, but the versus battle were a really cool way to have a date night. Oh, yeah. Because it was, the music was throwback. Yeah. Brought you back into like that time. That time. You yeah. could dance, you could dance in the living room together. That. Have a little dinner, light some is. candles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun with the versus battles. Me too. Me too. I, I enjoyed that. And then once Apple was streaming it, and then I would log onto my Apple TV and see it on the big screen but i enjoyed watching on instagram better because i liked reading the comments me too the comments is like i'm here like one of them was really really <laughs> like one of them was lightweight whack like it was low-key whack but the, the comments, comments made it <laughs> i was like okay at this point i'm just here for the comments right. i can't even think of who it was at that time it was one of the early ones might have been baby face <laughs> no it was i think it might have, oh. i think it might have been after that okay, one okay let's see um, i think it might have been after that one but before beanie man and uh and and bounty killer there's a lot of them there were yeah on one of them i jumped on just to be in the comments because like that's my song. Oh, and then I would like write out some of the lyrics, like those I remember. And yeah. then I would say, like, this was my car. I used to pump it up. And yeah. I yeah. loved the versus battles. Those were cool. I think um, like a little date. I had a date night with one, and then we had dinner delivered, and we danced. It oh, was like, wow. It Which was, one was that? That was the one with Alicia Keys. Oh, and, and John Legend. Yeah, that was so nice. Wow, that the, was when I. I was off filming the show. Yeah, you were gone. I think. Yeah. Yeah, we were off filming the show then. Is it uh, because I was in quarantine, I remember. Yeah, quarantine might be coming up again. Got to get ready. Yeah. Get ready with your boo. So. Well, you know, I um <laughs> ready to love Fridays at 8 on OWN. <laughs> we, so we, I cannot we can wait. see if the boo is a... <laughs> it's so funny. My grandfather, he had called me on Saturday morning. He was like, ah, he was like, ah. I know you're laying next to that gal. Put her on the phone. I said, what are you talking about, Grandpa? He was like, yeah, that one you were talking to, she was a bad one. I said, oh. The women are gorgeous on this show. They are. They're a great of representation of Houston. I'm Absolutely. so proud. Absolutely. So much so that uh, one of the cast members who was cool with some of the other cast members from uh, the previous season, mm-hmm. uh, Atlanta, uh, <laughs> said that they was like low-key complaining. I mean, in a, in a playing way. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Like, why y'all ain't do us like that? Like, y'all got all this chocolate. Like, look at these people from Houston. Like, and then, then you got us looking all how we looking. You know? I heard that Houston has the best cast. <laughs> That's what I keep hearing. Like, and, and I was reading some Not of the comments surprised. like, dang, like, does, dang, does, does everybody own a gym or, or stay in the gym yeah, in right, Houston? Right. Okay, now let's talk about this gym body that you have. How often do you work out? I The goal is 
three times a week at the gym, but I'm definitely there. I'm definitely there at least twice a week. This is twice a week. This is no. Twice what are a are week. you and like then, pescatarian, vegetarian? Like what is going on? No, I balance it out. Uh, I mean, people hate me. Uh, my brothers call me an anomaly because you know I'm a man of a certain age and I still look like this. Right. Um, no, I I balance it out. I mean, I eat my I eat healthy. You know, I make sure I get my vegetables and fruits and. And all of that, but I also eat the trash. Like there's, you know, yeah, I balance it out. Yeah, but my metabolism is so it's still high. Like everybody hates Chris. Seriously, (laughs) like there. It's like first of all, you don't look your age, then you have this body. Like where's the dad bod and all of that? I didn't know that they were going to show all of that on on my intro, like the show, the close up of me buttoning it up, and then all of that. A lot going. I was like, "Yo, what are they making me?" I guess so the low key. Is the flexible. is the woman that you're interested? Does she need to be in the gym like that? Like, no. What's her I don't body? expect. I don't expect her. What kind to of body do you like, like in me? a woman? I like. I do like a fit body. I don't. I don't want a booty do. That's that's <laughs> for sure. Like if the kangaroo pouch is there or there's a little punch, like I can deal with that. But if you got a booty do, I, I I can't. What's a booty do? That's when your stomach stick out more than your booty do. <laughs> that's a, that's a, when your stomach stick out more than your booty do. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I like to eat chocolate, mm. um, but I hear that you've got chocolate for your ears getting ready to launch. Won't you tell us about that, sir? So chocolate for your ears is uh, the name of uh, my voiceover company. Oh, okay. So, um, but I want to do voiceovers. It's fun. Um, I'm a perfectionist, so I can get on my own nerves uh, mm-hmm. because, you know, I'll do a read and listen back like, Oh, it can be better inflection or you can do it like this. So, you know, I'm very meticulous when it uh, comes to that. But it is fun. It's a great way for um, passive income. But I figured like once people hear me talk and they know that I do the radio, that folks will probably be reaching out to me to do yeah. cut some commercial spots sure. or do an audio book or, or something like that, which yeah. I had the opportunity um, earlier uh, this year to do my first audio book. And it was... Uh, it was a daunting task because I read it and I edited it. So mm. it was, you know, reading the book first and then going in the studio and like, okay, I'm going to do three chapters today and then going in, reading it, mm-hmm. going back, listening to myself, mm. editing, you know, the mess ups oh or the pickups. Yeah. Boom. Completing that. Then going back oh to listen gosh. to the chapter again just to make sure that I didn't miss anything. Wow. And so that process, I was just like, uh, I mean, I had got it down like after, you know, a, a few chapters, but it was quite, <laughs> quite the experience. So I don't know if going forward when it comes to audiobooks, if I'll just be the voice and read them mm-hmm. and then have them have someone else. Yeah. You know, so um, you can just enjoy it. reading it. Right. Or yeah. if I do both. But if I do both, that's going to be costly. Yeah. I am. Um, I love Audible. I listened to a lot of books that at one point I was traveling a lot. I was going to school here in Houston and I worked in Vegas doing events. So I would listen to books when I was flying back and forth to Vegas and I just fell in love with Audible. Yeah. Especially when someone has a great voice, it brings the book to life. Yeah. And then, you know, I go and refer people to the book, but I always say like, go get it, listen to it on Audible. I could definitely hear you doing books all day long on Audible. And then when I listen to Audible, there's, you can select the person who's reading it. You can select to see all the books that they've read oh, and just wow. yeah, That's dope. because their voice has is so animated, it's so mm-hmm. clear. 
you get used to, you know, them bringing the book to life. I think that would be amazing. It was fun. And I'm not talking in my voice with this. So the, uh, the book that I narrated, Keith DeMars Davis, mm-hmm. Maximizing Your Own Treasure Chest. It's his self-help book, but I read it like he would speak it. I wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to sound like him, L. You know, I just went in and I read it, you know, with the same inflection and and tempo that he says things. And so I read the book like this because this is the flow of, you know, how he speaks. Okay. Yeah, so it was... Got a chance to kind of turn into someone else, but it was fun. It was fun. So with clothes, you get to turn into different people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I want to know, like, what's if you could go to the store and you could buy like a great ensemble for your woman for date night or for mm. anywhere. Mm-hmm. What would you? I haven't had out? a chance to do that in a while. That's so romantic to me. I love it when a guy just like lays something out on the bed where this tonight, and where this tonight we're going here. I what could, would you do and where are we going? Mm, what store are you going to? Like, I, I want all the details. Okay. So, <laughs> um, probably going to go to like a Nordstrom's rack okay. first and okay. see, uh, see, see what's there for anything. But my gut will probably, my gut will tell me, mm-hmm. you know, knowing the body type or, or the size, like, especially if I wanted to be fitting and, 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 uh, the curves to the dress to complement the curves. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Zara okay. <laughs> again. We <Okay>. love Zara. <laughs> I'm going to go to Zara and <laughs> and pick something out. And it's going to be something probably flowy yet fitting. Okay. So maybe, hmm. Flowing and fitted. No, wait. Let me, let me take that back. Let me take that back. It's probably. I think of pleats when I think of flowing and fitted. So like. Probably the skirt part of the dress will be a little flowy, mm-hmm. but you know the top the part, top part okay. will be you know fitted nice, probably a little belt waist, around, yeah. you know, yeah, some accent to the, the waist, waist. <laughs> uh huh. And you know the pump has got to be, it's probably going to be a skinny pump, like what I don't know what their that particular stiletto is How's called. The toe, how does the toe look? The toe is open, and there's okay. just the strap and the heel, and then the strap around the ankle. So like so. Okay. So one of those. I have an idea of what you're talking about. Yeah. So that, that'll that be uh, the pump and then the, and that dress. But I would have to. It sounds sexy. I would have to be in the store because if I see something that's going to catch my eye and I'm like, ooh, I can see Elle in that. Yeah. You know. Go home. Go and accessories and all too now. Yeah. We go. We go. All of, all of that is like the best. That would be. That's like the best. You like when someone has picked out something. And tells it makes you it like, easier for you. It makes it so much easier. But it's also very flattering and complimentary when um, your guy is like, babe, this will look amazing on you and I want to see you in it. Yeah, it's very thoughtful. It's very romantic. And then um, it's going the extra mile, just, you know, being really considerate. And mm-hmm. these days, as independent women, we like it when those little details are already decided for us. I'm glad that you mentioned independent women. There's something that's probably going to transpire on the show Uh (laughs) that I would like to get your opinion on you and some of your girls, you know, once this um, airs, if you will have me back. Um, Because I think that I, it's, it's, it's definitely a conversation that men and women need to have, especially if they are, uh, if they've decided that 
A, they're going to be monogamous and they're going to live together or mm -hmm. get married or whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. I, I want to say what it is, but. <laughs> okay. So when it comes to being independent, like today I had to do a move. Mm -hmm. I had to move some things. So I called and I had the movers move mm -hmm. everything. And um, I was thinking because I planned the move and I've got these guys coming and doing everything. Mm -hmm. Does my man need to call and check in? And Absolutely. Right. What should he Absolutely. do? Absolutely. Yeah. What? You should have called him and be like, hey, is, is everything straight? Like are the, the movers getting everything? <laughs> okay. Is there anything that maybe they can't get or that you don't want them to touch that? I can, I can get. Yeah, I love that. See, this is great. It's cool to That's be independent. It should be. You would think that, right? I would. You would think that. I would. Not just always. The, that's just like <laughs> that's just like on episode one at the mixer uh, that aired this past Friday. Mm -hmm. There's a there was a scene where Denise and Rashid met each other, and oh my gosh. she had her, the drink, and there was a, a bug in the drink. Yes, and he, she says that, and. And he's like, oh, is an alcoholic kill it? And she's like, what? Like, you want me to drink? He was like, no, nah, I'm just playing. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to go get, get me, you know, drink. He was like, all right, go, go ahead, go do, do your think. thing. <laughs> what, bro? Like, I could not believe that he said that. <laughs> said that and didn't go, go get, get the drink. Like, even yeah. if that was the joke, like, you could have, yeah. it, it would have been a softer uh, blow or you or all of that would have been erased if you would have went and got the drink, bro. Yeah, for sure. And, you got to go get my drink. She was like, and then when he did, you know, she was so uninterested. Like, she wasn't even looking at him when he <laughs> yeah, handed it to point, her. <laughs> I can go get my own drink, offer to get me the drink. Now, I understand the joke. But go get my drink. It's the, yeah. Go get my drink. All those things like that, um, opening the door. We can open our own doors, but some things are just, you know, do, just do it. it. Yeah. 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 As my grandmama used to say, everybody's common sense ain't the same. Right. You know, common sense ain't common. Right. So in our 40s, women are a little bit more independent. They've been doing things on their own for a while now. Oh, very. So how do you make the transition if you're if you're thinking of a long term relationship, potentially mm -hmm. marriage, uh, how does a woman go from being independent to submissive, or is that even an option? How does that happen, or is that something that you are encouraged or discouraged about? Um, neither, because one, I'm not here to change anyone. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, mm -hmm. you are your own person. You are your own woman. You have your own things going on. Mm -hmm. Me coming in, stepping into the picture now, I have absolutely no right privilege. Uh, <laughs> I, I have nothing to say about what you have already done and what you're doing. I'm not here to change anybody. Now, you know, you're independent. You'd like to handle your own stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm good with that. Yeah. I have no problem with that. Even if you make more money than me, Guys I'm still that. going to be, Guys well, for me, for that. me, it doesn't matter it does. if you know who you are as a man. Like if you are secure in yourself as a man and you know what you bring to the table, yeah, she's bringing home more money than me, but damn it, I'm still the man of the house. I'm still taking care of the things that, you know, needs to get done. I don't know what other kind of Cats, like, do it because this is a conversation that, you know, is often okay, so had. I want to jump in here. Uh -huh. So, so making more money is one thing, but when she makes more money and she says, babe, we're, we're going out of town this weekend. So cancel your plans. Cause I have an important, 
you know, seminar that I need to give. So I know that you had plans with your family, but I need you to change that because I need you to be by my side. This is going to happen six more times within the year. Are you discouraged because I'm making the plans? I make the more money. This is how we live this extravagant lifestyle. You're okay with that. You you won't feel like you are well, being it, emasculated. It depends on how often it's done. I mean, it's is, gonna happen is, she, is she always, you know, it's one trying of to issues, run the show? It's one of the issues that continues to happen with the Rural Housewives, the, the whole franchise. Like mm-hmm. a lot of those women mm-hmm. start to have problems within their marriage because they start to become the breadwinner. They start to become the celebrity. They start to become the power person of the couple. Mm-hmm. So making I think more that's money an, is just a small part of that whole. So I think that that's an, that, that's an ego thing. Then, because if he, um, if he can't stand back at sometimes and let her, you know, do that, that's a problem. But if he continues to let her run over him and he has no say, that's also a problem, you know. So that is something that a conversation definitely needs to be had. Like, hey, hey, I love you, I respect you, and I know that you make more, but damn it, you are not the boss of me, <laughs> and uh. <laughs> I'm not going to stop and jump at Joe Beck and call every time. Now, okay. are you going to do the same, you know, for me? Now, if I put my foot down and say, no, I'm not canceling it. I'll go ahead and go and be here with the fam. And then you go mm-hmm. and get your bread, you know, secure that bag. Right. You know, so I'm I'm not going to stop her, but I'm not going to... Um, you're not going to be running me all the time. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to balance itself out. Like, I'm not going to disrespect you. Like, I'm going to let you do your thing. Uh, but also at the same time, like, you're not going to run me because I'm still the man of the house. Okay. So I have four seminars a year mm-hmm. or four seminars a month that I have to travel for. Four seminars a, a month. month. Uh, this is, I make $100,000 per seminar. Okay. Now, so, are these seminars always on the weekends or some of them on the weekdays? Some of them, they're just like all over, just whenever I get booked. So okay. that means like sometimes I guess I'm traveling by myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dinners by myself. I'm at events without a plus one. There are times when you're at home, I'm, I'm going to be having a big seminar over the holidays. So I won't be here for the holidays. The this is where the money situation because I it's easy to say like she can make as much money she can make more money than me that part is the easy part it's what comes with all her that being gone not being there yeah missing then stuff. you start missing her then, then yeah. you start getting in trouble having too much fun with the boys you know um, <laughs> I really broke it down yeah you did and that is that's that's a hypothetical I had to put myself in I think when we when we you're right, because I think in in theory, mm-hmm. we know how, we think we know how we would handle it emotionally, mm-hmm. um, logically. But until you're in it, I guess one would really wouldn't know how they would react. I do know that I would, um, we definitely have, the communication kills assumption. Right. You communication know, and so, is key. So we... That would definitely be some conversations like, yo, like if she gets out of hand, like if I start to feel disrespected, like I don't mind being led, but you know, if you start to become bossy and I'm feeling, and I'm beginning to feel disrespected and emasculated, Mm -hmm. then I'm definitely going to bring it up and we're going to have that conversation. One of my favorite movies is Boomerang. Okay. And in Boomerang, 
Eddie Murphy's character and Robin Givens' character, he like he falls in love, he gets he gets hooked. But Robin Givens is his boss, right? And she's traveling, and he made these plans, and he gets in his feelings, and they're not making huge amounts of money. There's not this huge difference in their lifestyles, but there is a difference in having someone that is the lead, like mm -hmm. the boss. Mm -hmm. So as much as I think like men would be okay with it, I don't know. Okay, so here's a, and I don't know if this is on the same level. Okay. Uh, but it, it all goes to the whole independence uh, argument. So my, my last real, real monogamous relationship what we were in, uh, that I was in. Mm -hmm. um, and I mentioned this on the show, Ready to Love, Friday at 8, so on all. Uh, <laughs> we lived together. Mm -hmm. And when we decided to do that, I was like, okay, I will take care of uh, the rent. Um, I got my car note. Since you already had your car note, boom, that'll stay the same. I'll uh, also get... Um, what else did I have? I think I had the cable, the cable and internet. And then, you know. She gets the little bills. You can get, right, the electric. Uh, what else was there? Electric and something else. What's the problem? <laughs> so. Sounds perfect. <laughs> well, the problem was she was on her independent women shit. Like, no, we, this is a partnership. We're like, going half? We going that's what she wanted. We're going half. Whoa. You know, I'm going to have no because I don't want to feel like, you know, okay. you got that. And then, you know, okay. at any moment you can tell me to get up and leave because well, yeah, you are on it, you know, and all that and all that. Yeah. And I was just like, huh? I like that's like, that's ridiculous. Like, first of all, that's not even in my character. Like, right. I'm not going to do that. And so, no, you take that money from that and then that can go towards right, that's what I was just you know, say. something else. And it's that. No, right. adamant. Wow. And I was just like. But like, no, this is but adamant. Uh, okay, so somebody was like, "Well, why weren't you more aggressive and put your foot down and say, no, woman, I'm the man, yada yada, boom, 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 boom." And I was like, "Well, no, one, because I'm not here to change nobody. Right. Two, you know, she if she wants to be independent, like I have to respect that because yeah. she is a person, and yeah. I have to respect what it is that she wants. You know, if I would have put my foot down and been." aggressive about it, then I would have been a controlling, yeah. you know, boyfriend. So yeah. it's, it, I'm not winning either way, but yeah. I felt like that, that was the best way. Okay. You want to contribute? Okay, fine. So wow. you can feel your independence and that's what it was. However, on this show, uh, a lot of these women, they are traditional women. Yes. And Yay for they all have, <laughs> um, they have feelings, you know, different, kind of similar, but different feelings about when it comes to the finances. And so that, that part is a, that's definitely a, a conversation that needs to be had, but it's going to be interesting when that comes up. On it's going to be very interesting to find out more of like, what is a deal breaker for you? What? Yeah. Yeah. This is, a, this is a good, intelligent, a more mature subject for um, realistic dating yeah. in 2020. And, and just looking forward, like yeah, looking forward in the future, like real how, how this is going to work yeah. because this is life. We, yeah. not, we ain't playing house. Yeah, and people at a certain age have accumulated certain things 
Right. And they're used to things being a certain way. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of compromise that's going to go into that. Mm -hmm. You guys, I'm excited to see Ready to Love with KG Smooth. I want to see who he's ready to love and find out who he chooses, who chooses him, or what the drama is behind the scenes. I know. I cannot wait. Um, so how can we stay in contact with you? Sure. Uh, follow me on social. I am <laughs> at KG Smooth. That's uh, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, TikTok. Um, Snapchat, if y'all still use Snap. I just try to cover all the, the bases. Um, and then on Facebook, I'm Chris Green. So uh, Chris with a K, Green, no okay. E. And that's I'm Chris the, on the show. That's where the KG comes from. Right. Okay. Chris Green, yeah, yeah. KG Smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. And so, but... Chris on uh, Ready to Love. So, you know, Houston, they they know me as KG Smooth, the yeah. sexy voice at night playing R&B slow jams. Uh, <laughs> on Ready to Love, you get to know Chris. Yeah. We want to know the person behind the personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you and you see that. And, you and, pull and, uh, the layers back. Yeah. Are you, yeah, like, serious or funny? Are you I'm, um, silly? I am... I'm all of those things. Good. I'm funny. I'm fun. Um, but I am, as in real life, as it is on the show, just a recurring theme in my life. Mm -hmm. I am the counselor. I am the one that people come to. Oh my gosh! For advice to vent, they like to talk to you. To listen, yeah, mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah. and and I'm is. trustworthy. You know, like my friends call me the vault. Because wow. anything that any of my friends has ever told me, like, it's never gotten out. Like, they know if I tell Chris or if I tell KG, like, it's not going anywhere. And it and it doesn't. What's your sign? I'm a cancer. Mm. July 2nd. Okay. I didn't know cancers kept good secrets. Oh, yeah. I, I know that cancers, um, I've dated a cancer before. Cancers are great men. They're, like, romantic. But when I think of a cancer, I always think of the crab. You guys are the crab. And the uh -huh. crab will hold on to something and lose its arm yeah, you know, we can, because it will be so committed to. We are loyal by default. Yes. And we. Uh, and emotional. Yeah. Emotional. That's, that's uh, good. Sensitive. But see, but we're only emotional and sensitive. And this is where people get it twisted. Tell me. We're only emotional and sensitive about things and people that we care about. Yes. If we care about you, yeah. yes, we are not, a mush monster. It's like, if, no. If not, yeah. That, Immediately moving listen, on. Listen, we're crap. We got that hard shell on the yes. outside <laughs> and inside it's, you know, it's That's a soft mess. And so, and, and that is us. That is us. But know that once we're done, yeah, we're done. Oh my gosh. It is a chicken wrap. It is it's a <laughs> lettuce wrap. It's an avocado wrap. It is it's done. over. Well, you guys, we are done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us tonight, KG. Thank you for having me. You've this was been fun. great. And we cannot wait to see you on the show. And hopefully you'll come back and explain more of Absolutely. the conversations that have taken place. Just say the word and I'm pulling up. Absolutely. So you guys be sure to tune in to Ready to Love. We'll talk to you again soon on in their closet.